Hello, hello, and welcome to the CES Movement Podcast with John and Heather, or Heather and John. So happy and excited to have you here with us. Good morning. Happy Friday, Heather. How are you today? Happy Friday. I feel amazing. It's Friday. It's it's a good week. Yes, lots to celebrate. And that's what we do on Fridays. We celebrate our successes. We celebrate each other. And we celebrate the people that are around us, inspiring us. So what do you have to celebrate this week, John? Yeah, no. So this week, I want to celebrate the fact that I got to connect with two of our listeners uh, who... I had a, a conversation with one, I had a coffee chat with another, and it was just nice to just sit down and just after the show and, you know, all the things that we talked through here, uh, just to be able to sit with them and to have a conversation and just understand what's happening in their lives, what's going on in terms of business, in terms of, you know, their plans for the future, what they're saying yes to. So it's been an amazing opportunity this week for me to just sit down. And plus... I got to be on a TV show, right? So I got to be an audience member on a show. I want to celebrate that. Uh, the social, which is from, from from what people are telling me, they got to see the back of my head, which was amazing. But they saw me there. <laughs> I know. I, love I, it. I know. I know. Is, uh, is, you know, and, and it's funny because I never thought this week would start out this way. You know, I try to plan my week as much as I can, but I didn't think it would actually start out this way. So it was amazing that I got to do that. So. And good morning, Gunjin. I know you're there. Uh, Gunjin was one of those people I had a coffee chat with yesterday. It was so amazing. Oh, that's fantastic. Have a one to one. Yeah. What about you, Heather? What are you celebrating? I love it. You know, we're we're coming up on International Women's Day next week, and uh, I've had, uh, you know, there's a few women in my life that I wanted to nominate for some awards, and and uh, I finally got that done this this weekend or just this past weekend, and we just found out that they've won. So, so like it's too early to announce the who and what they won, but it was, it's really nice just to be able to honor the women in my life and then to see it come to fruition that they're going to be honored later on this year at an award ceremony. So it's just, you know, it's, it's, um, it's amazing. And it was one of those things that I'd had on my list because for so long and I, I hadn't got to, I'm like, I have to do this the week of international women's day and just celebrate the women in my life. So, you know, and, and, you gotta, we gotta do that. We gotta put that as a priority and, and celebrate ourselves. And, and, you know, I've heard from some of my clients that that isn't an easy task to do, John. So I love that we celebrate what, what we've accomplished this week on Fridays to really inspire other people to do the same and just spend that time saying yes to, I did some really cool stuff. And the other thing, John, that I love is you're like, my week didn't turn out the way I thought it would because you left it open for what could possibly show up. And when we have that openness to the universe sending us exactly what we what we need and what we want, it will come. It will come. So yeah. I'm not shocked that you were on the social and talking about leadership <laughs> things, right? Yeah, no, it was it was it was amazing. Yes, yes, yes. It, you know. <laughs> when you leave yourself open and you say yes to things, you never know where you're going to end up. So yes, <laughs> having the opportunity to just be there with everybody and, and just listening in on some of the topics, right? Like it, it was, it was inspiring. It, it, it was different for me. And again, I was the only guy in the room. So I keep, you know, I, I keep wondering why is that, you know? So I, actually, I, I know you and I, we talked about this and maybe even putting a blog together. I'm the only guy mm -hmm. in the room. Um, it's, it's just interesting. And, you know, so, some things start to spin for me and I'm like, why is this consistently happening? You know, what am I attracting? And I guess I'm attracting this. 
so it's great. But what I do wanted to, to kind of touch on, which I thought was really neat that you, you, you talked about, was making that nomination for somebody who inspires you in your community. You know, as business leaders, as entrepreneurs, the one easy thing you can do is nominate your local business. If they're doing amazing work, nominate them for an award of some sort. You know, whether it's a community award, it's through the Chamber of Commerce Award, there's always an opportunity to highlight the people around you. You know, and there was this uh, social media thing I saw on Instagram. You know, the easiest thing you can do by supporting your friends and their business is one of those ways is nominating them for something, right? Mm. Nominating them something like in the business or even for the leaders inside of an organization. Just take the opportunity to do that. It takes just a few minutes and it's such an amazing award to be recognized for doing great work, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so simple, so simple. It's so so I, simple. Yeah, yeah. I want to ask, uh, you know, for those that are listening, I know people are jumping in and out, but for those that are listening, what are you celebrating this week? You know, just drop it in the chat. I'd love to know what are you celebrating. I know Gunjan, you had a, you took a bold move last week, was which was amazing. You see, I still remember. Um, so drop it in the chat. What are you celebrating this week? What's that one thing? Celebrate with us. You know, we don't have to celebrate just the two of us. We'd love to know from your perspective what are you celebrating. So, so, so Heather, um, yeah, no celebrations. You're right. A lot of people don't celebrate. A lot of people don't take the time to really acknowledge and recognize all the amazing things that are happening for them through the work that they're doing. And sometimes the little, so here's the thing, you put in all the work, put in the effort, but the reward is so delayed that you forget that when you get the reward, you're supposed to be celebrating it. Well, and it's it's sort of a, a symptom of, of entrepreneurs and, and leaders that are aspiring to get to that next level, because in front of us is always the next mountain peak, the next thing to do. But we have to stand in our strength right here and say, okay, look behind me and look at the breadcrumbs I've left of success and just take a moment to celebrate that. And it will power you up for all of the things in front of you and, you know, I, we've talked about this before, but it's so important how you start a meeting or like a planning session. You know, when you start with the celebrations and where you've gotten to as a team, it is the power that you need to see the limiting beliefs that might get in the way. And it actually annihilates some of those mm-hmm. limiting beliefs. So, you know, if you're like looking at your to-do list or your action list and saying, oh my goodness, there's so much to get done. Absolutely. There's so much to get done because you are a leader wanting to achieve more in life. You know that you can achieve more in life. And so that's what's going to be in front of you. But what's right here in this present moment is all of your strength, all of your power, all of the things that you've accomplished. And you got to spend some time honoring that. And, you know, that's why Celebration Fridays is so exciting. I mean, you could do it on any day of the week, but you know, <laughs> Celebration Fridays is a good, good place. And this is part of our process, John. It's, you know, we're not just making it a Celebration Friday. We're actually, it's part of the process for making sure that we're on track for our goals. It is not by accident that we do this on Fridays. Yes, and we're we're practicing exactly what we preach, right? Like, let's just celebrate together. Let's celebrate what we're doing, what, what's going on. And <clears throat> the celebrations, and what I love about this, the celebrations is evidence that what you're doing is working, mm-hmm. right? Let, let me say that again, because when I say it to myself, it's like, wow, celebrations are evidence that what you're doing is working. So you know you're on the right track because you're celebrating and you're acknowledging what you're doing. Uh, Michael's got a celebration. I'm celebrating getting back into the world after um, dedicating one year of taking off 
work okay good the week the this week this week the reflection i had on things i found to be important that is used to help me follow my moral compass as i look to what's next that's amazing love it love it love it love it love it love it and you know what taking time to yourself you need that sometimes right well so, i have to jump in here because michael is saying he took time off work no he didn't take time off work he took time off another kind of work and he started a whole <laughs> nother process so he's innovating like crazy and trying on new things and learning new things so you know sometimes our uh, this is michael you you won't care but free coaching is like sometimes our language dictates what we did he has not taken any time off he's been working his butt <laughs> off so that's fantastic and i know that because i got to connect with michael this week and we just did some reflection on you know sometimes you got to break it to remake it. And we actually mm. celebrated a lot together when we worked together uh, about like, what, what, what is this in front of us? And is this the best version of the process, the people, how's it affecting thing? And then I would invite the team and, and, and Michael loved this because he's always about fixing things. Um, I would invite the team, like, what would be, if we could build this from scratch, what would we build it? How would we make this better? And oftentimes it was taking out the complexity of a process and taking it down to its simplest form. So oftentimes we make things so complex and so difficult that it's just, just too hard to manage. And so what's the simplest outcome that you're trying to achieve and take it down to that level. And I'll tell you, that process is pretty fantastic. So, you know, break it to remake it. And Michael put those words mm. in my head this week. And I, I thought it was really, really powerful um, because, that's a thing to celebrate is too. Simplicity is actually harder than you think. Yeah. Break it till you make it. <laughs> no, break it to remake it. To remake break it. it. <laughs> break it to remake it. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, so help me understand. So what does this look like? So I know you talked about this, like looking at processes, doing process optimization, but what does that mean for team, right? So for a team that's been following a process for a long time, like I would imagine like there would have been some pushback as you were going through that process, right? Like not mm. everybody's like, oh yeah, let's just destroy everything that we've been doing or like let's let's break the processes that we've been following for the last few years. So how do you get, what I'd love to understand is how do you get those people to get on board? That's a great question. And, and what you have to honor when you're asking people to let go of something is why is it there in the first place how did it get to this level mm. of complexity or difficulty because there's always a reason so i think you have to honor that history lesson and you know either highlight what's changed or highlight what could be different for the future and not saying well you know we're, we're not going to do it that way anymore or you know because people will put their feet down in the ground and say, but we've always done it this way, or, you know, this is why we do it. And, you know, I'll, I'll use a real life example. We, we, and I, I wish I shared this already this week, but I think it's important, you know, in, in, in the company that we worked with, that I work with Michael, you know, we, it was call center work. And so people call in sick and you got to have everyone as much as possible be on time and at work to serve customers. And we wanted to improve the absenteeism rate, the number of people that were calling in sick each day. And we looked at the process of what happens when someone calls in sick. And that was not a, what I'll call a humane process. It was very hands-off. It was kind of, um, it, it just wasn't a great process. Mm -hmm. And it included 
of some performance management steps that, you know, step one, step two, step three, and again, not a very human process. And so we, we decided to implement a more humane process, which is let's, let's connect with those individuals. Let's find out what's going on with them and let's have a, you know, welcome back to work conversation and let them know we missed them so that they felt seen and heard. And that process change meant that we weren't going to deliver step one, step two, step three for a period of time. And so you can imagine from an HR perspective, they're like, but this is the process. This makes us consistent. <laughs> this makes sure that everyone gets treated fairly. And what we uncovered in that process is that it was actually that process was set out for the 0.005% that were, you know, taking advantage. It wasn't for the entire population and definitely not for people that are actually having health crisis or health concerns. And so we changed it and we were able to change the trajectory of how people uh, felt seen and heard, felt supported while they were going through some health situations and, you know, gave that conversation back to leaders to have with them. So, you know, this, we went back to the simplicity of what do we want to do and how do we want to make people feel? And the feeling that we wanted people to have was that they felt supported in the workplace and getting a letter from your, from your manager isn't, wasn't driving that the, the outcome that we wanted. So always look at the outcome and say, does this process support the outcome that we're looking for and how people want to feel? And yeah. that's how you make things really simple and how you get buy-in from all of the groups. Because at the end of the day, all of the groups wanted the same thing. We wanted our employees to feel seen and heard and supported. Yeah. Well, I can imagine that that definitely improved how people started showing up when they came back to work, right? Absolutely. Like, <laughs> Immediately, John, like <laughs> within 30 days. So, yeah, I know it's amazing how we put these processes in place, things that were, you know, what kills me is, but this is the way we've always done it. Well, it doesn't mean it's always right, especially in today's day and age, right? Because mm -hmm. I, what I do like about what you did there, especially with that process, is taking a heart centered approach to people, right? Yeah. And, and I think about processes inside of organizations today. Actually, my buddy works for a company. Um, and if he has, he's off for his, like, think about this process. He's off sick for a day because he's not well. Uh, he's got to get a doctor's note, which means he's now got to book a doctor's appointment to go get, like my doctor, I got to book out months in advance in order to go get the doctor's note. Uh, love my doctor. He's amazing. He's a great guy. He takes really good care of me, but it takes months to book an appointment with him. So their process is you need a doctor's note and then you can return. So instead of just losing the one day because something's happened or something isn't going well, they're missing two or three days because now, like I think about all these inefficient processes that were put in place at one point because that's what the organization needed. That's what they needed to feel safe. You know, we talked about safe. They needed certainty in terms of how they were going to manage certain things. But the environment's different today. Like we talk about work culture being different. And this is one of those ways where it's different. You know, the things that we're doing today don't necessarily align with what's actually happening in the reality out there, mm -hmm. right? And you're right. We're, we're taking and creating these massive processes for that 0.111%, right? Yeah. And we think about from a DEI perspective, we think about equality. Is it equality when you're treating everybody as though they're the worst person inside the organization? Think about that. Think about what you just said. Is it equality yeah. when you're treating everyone like the worst 
per the worst possible employee that there is. Yeah. It's, that's crazy. You know, my, my, my husband, he works in a union environment and a union environment has another set of criteria and sort of rules and regulations to make sure that people are treated fairly. But, you know, it also creates behaviors that are full of entitlement, full of, this is the way it's always been. We don't want to mm -hmm. change it. I've earned my seniority. So, you know, there are environments that make it really hard for these changes to come about. But if you are looking at what's the end goal that, that will make everyone feel seen and heard and contribute, then I even believe even in those types of environments, change can happen and it can change with the, with everyone seeing the bigger picture. What's, what's the outcome that everyone's looking for? customers, yeah. employees, HR department, training department, like everyone included, not just one set of employees. Uh, so I'm going to say something that's going to really maybe upset some people. <laughs> but this whole seniority thing, I, I, like I, my opinion, wipe it out. Like it just forget the whole seniority thing, right? Because you're right. It creates a sense of, I, I remember when I started inside of a big organization and I was a new person on the block. And this person who had been there for 10 years prior pretty much stepped on me because I was the new person. And he's like, well, you know, I'm the senior person. So, you know, I, I get to, I get to pick my shifts. I get to do what I want. Da, 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 da. And like, it just made me feel at that point, it's like, but you're not doing better work than me, mm. right? You're not showing up in a way where you're more present. You're not even sharing it. Like it, it got me so upset. made me feel so small inside of that work department that I'm like, like, this is BS, right? Like you shouldn't be merited based on how long you've been with an organization. You should be merited on the work that you do for the organization and everybody. And listen, if you're one of those people that have upset, I'm sorry, but let me just throw it out there. If you're one of those people that are relying basically primarily on seniority as a way of getting ahead, there's other things that you can do to contribute to show your value back to the organization. John, and I've sat in I, many, 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 many planning <laughs> sessions that this controversy topic came up. And the only thing I'll say is if you're considering going down a path that you're going to have honor performance in a in a way that maybe gives better shifts or uh, better bonuses or any of that, make sure that what you measure can be counted mm. and that, that the gaming of that number is as minimal as possible and as clear as possible. And without those measurements of success, you've got to be really careful walking into that. But if you can measure it and you can, uh, and, and there's not a way to systemizely game it, then mm -hmm. yes, I am all for what you're saying, John. But uh, the trip up point for most organizations is how do we measure this? How do we, how do we measure it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, 100%. And, and, I, and I didn't do that just to like upset people or to be like, but that was just my personal feeling in around this. That is a whole, like we can, we can go to that next week because it is a great conversation <laughs> around performance and people feeling that they're contributing and being honored in a, yes. in a fantastic. And there's a lot of different ways that that can happen that also, you know, spark the knowledge of favoritism if you are not being honest about how that works. So there's, yeah, let's, let's cover yeah. that next week. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Let's, yeah, no, it's, yeah it's a whole so what's our call to action, John? What are we okay. doing? I 
actually, I, you know, we're, I'll take us to a whole nother spin, but I just posted on LinkedIn four movies that uh, I mm. think honor International Women's Day. It's a great way to sit down in front of Netflix. I'd love, you know, if anybody wants to see, I put four movies up there. What other sort of inspirational moments can we activate this weekend to celebrate International Women's Day, which is next week, uh, to celebrate people that have inspired us and uh and to honor them so i think going right yeah. back to the beginning of our conversation this is the time to tell people and especially women because it's international women's week next week um you know how they have impacted us how they have inspired us and you know look to these movies to tell the stories of the fabric of our past sit down with the kids and let them hear these stories of fantastic women and hidden figures is one of the movies that i put on there it's one of my yes. favorites it's the movie about the four I'm women so at nasa sad. and it's just like oh like i put myself in their shoes i'm like wow they had strength courage resilience oh all these amazing things so watch a movie this yes. weekend. yeah yeah i love it i love it so yes and add a movie to the list right so if they're hidden figures is the one i was thinking about as well with kevin Costner and uh forget the lady's name but uh fantastic movie such a an inspirational story uh, but yeah, no, if there's another movie that comes up, add to the list. Let's just mm -hmm. take the weekend, take the opportunity to find movies that inspire you. Um, I know Oprah's got a movie out there as well. It's, it's an older one. I can't remember the, the title of it. I'm so bad with movie titles. But uh, yeah, no, if you, if you find the movie, add it to Heather's list. I'd love to know what your favorite female inspirational movie is because... It would just be amazing to, to be able to share that with everybody. All right. So we are already at time. So it's so amazing how quickly things go on a Friday. Actually, every time we speak, Heather, time just seems to just fly right by. It does. So with that, you have your homework. Go find a, a movie that inspires you, uh, you know, in, in dedication to International Women's Day next week. And with that, just remember when you shift your mind, the color purple is another one. There you go. Um, when you shift your mindset, you shift your life. Wishing everyone an amazing Friday. See you all on Monday. Take care, everybody.